My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today, because of insane feedback from the snippets that we gave out previously, we are going to have a full episode dedicated to the absolutely fluffy and innocent and sweet drama from the country of Japan known as Ni Sensei Shirane no, which came out very recently. And we all watched every single of the six episodes. <laughs> I made that sound like it was like really hard. The episodes are only like half an hour long. It really does not take long. Yeah. To watch no. It's a tiny show. Yeah, it's a tiny show. And this is a, a tiny little episode about our feelings on this show, which, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to give a tiny bit of background. So mm-hmm. I admittedly have not watched that much Japanese <laughs> dramas yet. I think I've mm-hmm. watched just a little bit that we've done for episodes and stuff. And then I watched Coffee and Vanilla. Which I knew wasn't Sorry. necessarily negative at all. <laughs> no, so, that, that show was an experience, okay? <laughs> just watching it for Dory. I'm sorry if I like influenced no, 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 you to no, no, no. watch it. I know because I was I, watching it too because you were like, oh my god, this show is ridiculous. You should check it no, out. No, and so I was watching it. I'm like, oh my god, Sky, this show is ridiculous. You should check it out. And Jesse's like, yeah, Sky, it's ridiculous. You should check it out. I think we all wanted just to share yeah. in our pain. <laughs> but like, the reason I'm bringing it up is because Ni Sensei is very what you were hoping to get out of coffee and vanilla, kind of. I feel like Ni Sensei totally, is like the antithesis of coffee and vanilla. But yeah. tonally, like as far as the color, like the way, the feeling. The vibe the of the filming. Feeling, the filming mm-hmm. vibe was very similar. And that's why I'm bringing it up. So, like, yeah, it they was, were marketed to the same people. Right. So now as far as like overall tone feeling of the show, totally different. But... <laughs> filming tone oh, it was very very similar and then even the way ni sensei starts with uh it kind of feels like an anime opening like or a manga opening a little bit the way they kind of made some animation with it and stuff is pretty cute which makes sense because it's about a woman who draws manga mm-hmm. and it is it is based <laughs> manga on a manga as well so, so oh boy okay so basically the plot of this show is about a a romance manga artist who's never had a romance meeting a really adorable hairstylist who falls immediately in love with her in a non-creepy fashion yeah just like he (laughs) very sweetly she's the best it's very cute and he wants to date her um but she never has time for him but for some reason, this seems to be a turn-on to him. <laughs> in in the best way possible. It's not in, like, a... He's busy. And, she's busy. Yeah, it's not in, like, a coffee and vanilla creepy way like it was. But it's in, like, a really sweet, yeah, loving way. It's not way. a controlling thing for it's him. Not, no. There's no control issue. <laughs> I mean, they talk you about it. The, yeah. Like, you see that little... Um, montage at one point where he's remembering all the girls he's broken up with before who broke up with him because he didn't have time for them because he yeah. was too busy pursuing his craft. 
Yeah. And so meeting somebody else like him is cool to him. He likes that. Yeah. Well, I I thought, given the status of feminism in Asian culture, I thought that the story, that, like, that aspect of the story was really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that was really really cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, yes, people like the fact that there are business women, but that's about as far as it goes, it seems. So, like, it was kind of neat that, like, it still was, oh, she can pursue her stuff and have love. And, like, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also because, like, in her, like, career, this was, like, her turning point in her career. Because before she was just doing this um, story, and it was, like, relatively successful, you know, it's just, but it wasn't anything big. And she really was on the verge of probably getting fired because mm-hmm. of her readership. Things snowballed. And she got better and, like, more popular. So she had to be more, like, present in her career as opposed to just the the relationship. Because also, like, the fact is, like, she hadn't had relationships before because of her, her pursuit of her wanting to do it. Because they talk about that she wanted to do this since she was in high school. And so, like, that's a big thing. It's not just, like, she just hasn't had a personal relationship or, like it's a she's like shy or like awkward or whatever it's literally because of what she wanted in life yeah mm-hmm. and what and what i what i found was kind of like a fun dichotomy of the show is that it it shows like how intertwined her career becomes with your life in a certain way but especially for a creative because the reason that she was losing readers was because none of the romantic aspects were believable because she had never experienced any. So yeah. she literally like starts writing this man into her comic and becomes more popular. That became like a really cute aspect of the show where like every time like he would do something or she would feel something because of something he did and she would like suddenly write it down and notice mm-hmm. and be like, ooh, I got to put that in the book. Like it was, you saw it very directly how it was affecting her creative process. And he never cared about, like he cared about it that he thought it was like a really great thing and like he was supportive of it, but it never was like an issue where he was like, turned off by it or like thought that was creepy or like it was never like a plot device Mm -hmm. to have like some sort of strain on the relationship yeah there was no conflict about it because you know and other shows that have people writing about like their life that is a conflict point with this it was just like he saw how it helped her so he was like totally cool with it I don't know for me I felt like it it wasn't necessarily that she was directly using every aspect of her personal relationship, it was more like she'd get inspired. And yeah. so then it would shade how she would think about something that would give her an idea for her character. So it wouldn't necessarily yeah. be, this is what we did. I'm putting it in the story. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is what we did. That reminds me, I'll make her do something different. It inspires me to do something else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like the feeling. She was like, I have to remember that feeling. I right. put that feeling into my book. Right, and I think he thought that was, like, really cute and cool, and, mm-hmm. he, and he respected it even from a professional standpoint. Like, yeah. there was a lot of professional respect, even though they, of course, weren't in the same profession. Field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because he knew the feelings that he had tied to his work and how he'd be proud of his good work and how he invested so much in it, it, it would come up a lot. And I think that was really nice to see, because I think in a lot of dramas, we don't see that I, I know often leads are in the same field too but 
I think quite often it isn't, oh, there's this professional respect I have for my partner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They don't talk often, about that Often, often, like, I find often in dramas, especially in dramas with relationships, the professional uh, aspects of mostly the female characters um, becomes a hindrance to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And you kept, and what I liked about this drama is that you kept expecting Mm. this to happen. Like, it kept playing with your expectations that suddenly it would be a problem. But instead, he was like, that's when I find her the most beautiful, Mm -hmm. is when she's in her sweatpants with her hair clipped back, feverishly drawing and forgetting I exist. Bit of a masochist, but (laughs) (laughs) but we liked him because he was sweet. I liked it. Uh, I liked the way that they actually tied in the two, the jobs together, the professions, because they're so like, they are different, but like, they both are in an artistic field. And they were able, the show was able to kind of like see how those intertwined with each other. So like, really, they're their professions really matched well with each other because, you know, she had the pride of like producing something that like people would like enjoy and get something out of and creating art. And he also did that too. He created art with the the hair and what he did and the reaction that people had when he was able to give them a like the, the hair that they wanted or like the confidence that he saw was in the person after that. I think they like tied that really nicely together to kind of like show, even though they were, on two different time schedules and stuff, mm-hmm. they really were matched perfectly in terms yeah. of professions. And in terms of personality, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it might sound weird that, like, oh, she forgets he exists. She never did it out of spite or because she's... Mm-hmm. It, it was never that she was being dumb about it. Like, no, he was focused. And he was incredibly understanding some people might think a little too understanding. But to me, it's her first relationship. She's not going to know, like, relationship rules, right? And so yeah. I thought that was incredibly natural, that she's and an incredibly I... focused person, and they worked on it. And I think by the end, she had learned, like, oh, like, I'm going to work on trying to mm-hmm. remember sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. And what yeah, I liked about it was that it, it also showed the fact that there are actually no relationship rules. Like, you make your own... There are no hard right. set rules in any relationship. You have to make your own sort of reality of how your relationship's going to work that's wholly non-dependent on other people's relationships because people are different. So the way that two people work together is going to be different than how another couple functions. And then I, I really liked how everyone just sort of didn't believe that he would like her because of who she was. Mm -hmm. And he just had to keep being like, no, man, she's like the woman of my dreams. Like she doesn't remember I exist half the time. (laughs) They were very like true to her character too, which was like very like a selling point in the show for me. Cause I really hate when writers betray characters just to move around the plot or something. And there were times when you thought that they would do it. That was also another thing that kept yeah. on playing with where you would like, they would do something and you're like, Oh, is this going to be conflict? And she's going to respond in a way that they haven't set up the character. And then they don't. And then they just move on. And that's the thing. And then she has yeah. this like very gradual and not like abrupt development in her character. And it's just enough that you see how the, like the events are affecting her, but in like the most natural way for her character. Like she still yeah. was, by the end of the show, 
um, not fly, I'm using flighty, but she really wasn't flighty. She was just like more like focused on her work, but like she still was that, even though they had, she had already started to grow more and like her character was growing more and, but they kept it grounded to like what she truly was. And, and what I loved about that was her character growth. It's not as if he shamed her into it or something mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Which quite often that is a dynamic within even real relationships that let's just admit it, everybody hates. And mm. yes, definitely in dramas and they play them up more. But I think even even in real life relationships, wouldn't you rather somebody personally grow and figure it out themselves They'd and truly truly come to the fact that they want to talk to you a little bit more or whatever than guilt tripping them and forcing them into it people do that to each other a lot and so the fact and yes this was a drama it wasn't like a real documentary in my own personal relationships I've learned this too over the years like it's better for someone to figure it out themselves if at all possible because me guilt tripping somebody just makes everybody feel crummy right so I thought that was really neat because in a lot of dramas that's definitely oh, here's the relationship conflict and we're going to guilt trip each other and we're all going to feel crappy and like, la, 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 la. We never got that with it. And often in a drama when they do that, it's not even like a real thing. You know, like he'll guilt trip her, but she's not actually doing anything wrong. You know, she's just doing something different than what he would like. And you're like, it's not even a matter of like coming to the right (laughs) conclusion. You know, sometimes it is, but sometimes it's like, it's just, you just have different perspectives. Like, yeah. there, there's no and, reason to guilt here. And there was and you know, like and you know what? Do you know what uh, we call that? Emotion. An abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they did not have that. No. There, another another thing all. that I really enjoyed about the drama was sort of the gradual move towards an intimate relationship where he at first doesn't realize that she has never done anything anything so he's sort of operating under the under the same sort of things that he would have done at his old relationship like when they get together at first he's like hey you want to like i'm can i hop in the shower with you and stuff like you know and she's like whoa oh god what put your shirt on what is happening (laughs) and then when he realizes that she's never experienced anything he doesn't try to push her too fast like he'll take things at her pace and even and then he doesn't get upset when things don't move at the pace that like you can tell he wishes they would he's like (laughs) it's fine like she fell asleep while I was kissing her again because she's tired. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tuck Good. her in, pat her on the head, and make her breakfast. Yeah. Like, and it was immediate too. Like as soon as the during that scene, like as soon as he figured it out, it was immediate, and he didn't like make her feel bad, bad. about it, like yeah. bad or alternatively feel like you know she's like dumb for not being in that yeah, like, or she's like he didn't, at that he age didn't, or whatever he didn't make her feel like she was a prude or something yeah like he was just like this is just some like like listen you've been focused on your career like that's totally cool like you whatever it's just being a virgin or not being a virgin really doesn't matter to my feelings towards you so i'm because i respect you as a person and love you i'm going to move at your pace because it's not the end of the world if we don't have sex right now. And it even showed you, like, even though he responded in the utmost respect, she was still a little bit concerned that 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't know what she was up to. And so mm-hmm. she was still like, have I turned you off? Have I hurt you? Like all these things. And he's like, I'm like, no, really, I'm fine. Yeah. And so she did need that reassurance and it was immediate. But she even still had the natural, you know, how women do. Sorry type thing. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. We're all good. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And he just continued, continued to be that way the whole time. And it's like, yes, very, very I nice. Think, like right from that scene with the shower scene every time you think there's going to be a misunderstanding there's not they talk yeah it's like every time and later on you know she had she does have a misunderstanding and you know she sees some girl hugging him and and she misunderstands but like the next time she sees him she says hey I saw this happen and he goes oh well this is what happened she goes oh okay cool and then they're fine again like yeah she doesn't she doesn't do that drama thing where she's like, she saw him hugging another woman and she's not going to tell him that she saw it, but she's just going to stew about it and be angry and like never talk to him again. And, but you think it's going to come, right? Like they yes. keep is setting up all these things. You think, oh, here we go. And then they didn't. And you're like, oh, what I, the right. drama, it isn't so much a drama as it is a short handbook on how to have a healthy relationship between <laughs> two professionals. Like, <laughs> in the fluffiest of, like, ways. Oh, yeah. the fluffiest <laughs> of ways. And I, and I, but what I liked about it is it keeps playing with your expectations. Like, for example, the one that Amanda just mentioned about the girl hugging him. Like, you expect one thing. Or her... Uh, she gets, so at one point, like, her editor invites her out for a drink. So you're like, oh, this is it. This is where, like, the love triangle starts. But it, it isn't. Like, it, it doesn't. The editor's just like, I have a work opportunity for you. <laughs> and like, you can totally tell the editor likes her, or at least oh, reads her attractiveness. Like, he yeah. at least sees that. Yeah, but he's happy for her. To be in a a relationship because it's making her art better and her, you know, in in a really sort of businessy way, her her success reflects on his success, right? So, like, he's happy as long as she's still making progress. And I think it was one of those things that, like, he actively liked to see that she was actually, like developing in a way and like and and like that he since they had obviously been working together for a really long time to see as like a a mentor at her work who obviously liked her and probably was part of the reason why she kept there because he probably like defended her a lot and so like to see her actually kind of actually figure it out and and make it happen and make her you know her dreams kind of happen I think that that was what he was picking up on. It was just like, you know, excited to see this person that he worked with doing yeah. well. But what I really like about this is that this drama is actually playing with societal expectations because there's all this like nonsense where people are like, well, men and women can't be friends, which is total bullshit. Um, it's playing the fact that he probably just sees her as a friend, but we mm-hmm. have been conditioned to yeah. think that any sort of support from a man to a woman or a woman to a man equals romantic interest. So it's like playing with him being like, nah, brah, it's oh. platonic, my dudes. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, and you're just totally confused because you're like, and see, and I like that because it also has like the character of the actress who misinterprets 
the platonic support that the hairdresser is giving her as romantic interest. And he's like, oh, honey, no. No. <laughs> oh, I, I feel Sorry. like you're like my little sister. Like, I just yeah. I just do your hair and your makeup. That's, that, that's it. I, I'm in love with this workaholic, okay? Like... <laughs> We're all, we're cool, okay? And so I like that I sort of played with this societal, like, roles that people expect to to take. Like, you know, it's it's expected that, like, if a woman's being nice to a man, like, men, this is so true. Men think that you're flirting with them if you're polite to them. Even if it's your job to be polite to them, as <laughs> I think we've all encountered in our lives. Um, and this show's like, no, that's not, you can just be friends, man. You can just be friends. Yeah. The actress character, uh, you know, she, they definitely played up the conflict a little bit in her character. But once she accepted the situation, yeah, it, it was nice to see that. Because she, once she finally accepted it and heard it from his mouth, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to go get I, her number and be friends with her. Like, she's yeah. yeah. this is what I'm going to do. It now, was so cute when she was, like, fangirling. She was like, yeah. I love your book. And they, and they started, like, they're in like an interview and they're yeah. completely ignoring everything else, just like fangirling over the work and the characters and stuff together. And it was so cute. And you're like, oh, they're like friends now. That's neat. And then it kind of took a turn a little bit for like a minute and a half. And then it, and then it went back again. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's, still a, it's still a story. So you yeah, need something. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Something. Otherwise it's, you know, there's, what's keeping you watching that can't all be fluff you need a little bit a little bit of conflict but this one like handles it in a realistic mature way and what i like about it is that then even sets up for like you knowing that even after if this were real and not a story those two would probably be friends and that's another relationship she like developed that she didn't have before because obviously she didn't have like she had the people that worked with her on the manga but like that was her only friendships yeah her and so, like, that, that her, her other editor, relationships the only people are happening she ever yeah saw. so it's 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 nice to know that not only has she grown in like a romantic sense she's grown in just like a person sense in society because now she has uh, a friend who is wholly different than her in every single conceivable way and the only way to like broaden your horizons is to meet people who are wholly different than you and, you know, in a creative sense, like, especially as someone who writes a manga, that would actually be very useful in terms of coming up with characters. No, even characters. If, yes, but even if you're not a writer of a manga, there is still benefits to be had from learning about people who are different than you. Mm-hmm. So that, I like that aspect of, I liked every aspect of this show. What am I talking about? Everything in the show was great. One one thing I want to talk about would be how it was handled um, when he would kind of give her little makeovers. It was never handled in a way that was like, you were ugly before. No, because he thought she was cute from the beginning. It's just he wanted to enhance her cuteness so that everyone else could see how cute he knew she was. Right. And I like the way they handled that with like Mm -hmm. a light touch. Yeah. it, it, it It was in a way that's like, this is, you know, again, for him, it was important. It was his art and all these things. So it was a good thing to him. It, and it wasn't, oh, you're sitting there in sweatpants. I'm going to do a makeover just so I can look at you like you're a person. Yeah. No, like he was totally fine. Yeah, whatever. He didn't, he didn't care what she looked like, but she wanted to look a little cuter. 
you know, it was, it was all like, you know, if she had said, I'm not interested, he wouldn't have done it. But like, that's how their relationship started was because she was like, oh God, I look like I haven't slept or showered in weeks. Because that's kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what happened. And, And what I like is when she went to this hair salon for the first time, all she wanted was to get her hair washed. Like, if she goes and she's like, I just need my hair washed. And they're like, oh, you need an appointment. And then he, like, snapped over and he's like, no, uh-huh. she doesn't. <laughs> I love that his, his question, he was like, he's like, I could do your hair if that's okay. And I'm like, you're gorgeous. And you're asking her if it would be okay sure. if I wash your hair and put my fingers through your Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, sure. Like, if, if you insist, sir. <laughs> but. Even that, like, yay for consent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so he nice. never did anything without asking, without, like, getting, like, the knowledge that she was okay with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Except and- for that first shower scene where he was, like, about to walk in on around the shower. And you're like, okay, you haven't even kissed yet. Like, to me, that was, I was like, really? Like, I get, yeah, you've been dating for a month, but you haven't even, like, kissed her yet and you think you're gonna walk in on her naked look at it from like him going from his past relationship yeah. maybe that's how his past relationships maybe work. so he he assumed because like since he would date and he was so busy the moment that they got together that would be the time make you know, the most of it, it yeah. yeah and then when he realized that she wasn't operating under that <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah i will put my shirt <laughs> back on <laughs> oh, just misinterpreted. Sorry. Sorry. Slight crossing of signals, but we can turn <laughs> this around. We're okay. No, I loved it, man. I liked at the uh, at the next like opportunity that they had where they had this date planned, and she's so excited to have her first date. Like we're gonna have a real date, and it's our first date. And he makes her over and everything, and then he's kind of kissing her, and he's like maybe we should just stay home. And she's like, but you made me cute and I want to go on my first date. Like, and it wasn't, yeah. it's just like, it's not that I don't want to sit here and make out with you, but like, look at this. I want to go out in public. Like, you did my makeup. You bought me a dress. Like, can we please just go out? Please. You put all this effort in. I live in this apartment. I want to leave once in a while. <laughs> like, to turn that on the head then she gets a phone call about like job stuff and she has to immediately switch over to that mode and he respect and the fact that he's totally okay and respects all of those changes the moment they happen that's why we would often be like he's not real because (laughs) people are at least going to be like disappointed yeah struggle for a second yeah and then and then be okay with it right like but he, he doesn't even really have a struggle. Like, he would just be like, oh, that's fine. Well, I think, I think because now he's seeing it from the other side, right? So he, he looks at it in the sense that, oh, this is what it was like for the people yeah. who dated me and how frustrating it must have been for them. So I don't want her to know that, I'm, that I would be frustrated because I don't want to make her feel like I felt when they would try to make me feel bad for not having time for them. Yeah, so, there was um, a lot of emotional knowledge and empathy going on. Like, yeah. a lot of that. I love oh, that. He was just too perfect. He was. Oh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> and really, 
to me, for the first few episodes, it's not that she seemed bumbling, but because she was at the turning point in her career and stuff, it felt like she was struggling a lot. Yeah. Like, so her focus was needed, but, like, she was also struggling a lot, right? Yeah. But then when you finally saw her in the interview, it was like, oh, she's, like, a badass. Like, she's awesome. Which you kind of, because of the respect her coworkers gave her, you kind of knew that. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the way the editor handled, like, you kind of knew. But it was nice to then see her put on her interpersonal professional stuff. And yeah. And, like, wow, the thing, everybody. Like, the, the thing was, is that it was, she wasn't, she was excellent at her job. She just didn't have many social relationships. So anything outside of talking specifically about her work, she had no experience in doing. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have that sort of social knowledge of how to just hold a conversation about the weather or whatever. Like, you know, all she knew was to talk about her work. So if someone wants to talk about her work, she can just got that. She can talk mm-hmm. eloquently about But she's her also work. like very prideful for her work. Yeah. And that's like it was that awesome really what it was. Like conflict. out of like things that she's done in life, she knew that that's what she wanted to do and she's accomplishing it. And she's really proud of it. Mm-hmm. And she's really proud to share that with other people. As she should be. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when he was watching that his eyes were, like, all sparkly. Like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He was so proud. Like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it was almost even, you could kind of tell, even if they weren't dating, he would still be, like, amazed at her type mm-hmm. thing. Like, uh-huh. even if they were just friends. And I think that's kind of part of their relationship that I actually really liked. It was fun that they were in a relationship, and yes, it was very cute and adorable and all these things, but they could have just as easily made it... Their friends. A friendship, mm-hmm. like, of different people, and he's just helping... Like, he could have been gay and just what... Like, it could have yeah, just... Yeah, it would have still worked. Mm-hmm. And it could have just totally still worked. And, like, on of course, a lot of the romantic-y stuff would have worked, but I'm just saying, a lot of the professional respect and all those things... They felt very grounded in their characters with that. So I thought that was nice. And I, I also thought it was kind of funny when he's talking to his, like, co-worker at the hair salon. And he's like, oh, are you dating anyone? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been dating this girl for a month. And the guy's like, who? And he's like, oh, do you remember? Like, <laughs> he came in and the guy's looking at him like, like what? Uh, sure, that really? Uh, her and not the actresses and models and everybody. Yeah, yeah. And she's Coming like, in. oh, she's definitely. So perfect. And he's like, we're thinking of the same girl, right? We're thinking <laughs> the girl with the unwashed hair and, like, the dirty sweatpants. We're thinking that's the girl we're talking about. And he's like, oh. I just, like, and he's just, like, glowing, like, oh, she's just so wonderful. Like, <laughs> And you're like, oh, my God, this guy is too much. It's <laughs> such a recurring theme in it, too, that, that concept that, like, hairstylist like you shouldn't date a hairstylist because he's like always with gorgeous women and like gorgeous women and he should have gorgeous women and he models and actresses and like it was just it was repeated over and over by multiple different characters that he was clearly somebody who could and should have something quotation marks better which kind of makes me laugh because I'm like damn like how special are hairstylists over in Asia? Because, like, they're just, like, average people here. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What was it? The trifecta was, like, hairdressers, bartenders, and there was something one else. It was another one B. Up. 
Yeah, it was like, and it was like something yeah. else that they were like, oh, don't ever, ever date these people because they, you know, they're playboys and they're whatever. And, and I'm she's just like, like, oh, I'm just all, the, all the male hairdressers I know. <laughs> and I'm like, in a sense, they play with boys. Yes. <laughs> playboys, <laughs> no. <laughs> Such a good show, though. We like, really recommend it. Oh, sure. we short and sweet. And it's like fun and. I do like uh, that they started to play up with the, the that the show was for like for females and to not be like a non empowering like female story and that was what what her manga was about too like she specifically talks about it and then like this show in a way was like her manga story where it was like it's for like females and it's like okay to have this like fluffy you know little like romance drama but like also it be mindful of being like not stereotypical and like doing stuff that would like yeah put in a way that's like really not good especially with the male lead (laughs) which is what they accomplished yeah and accomplished in a incredible way it felt effortless nothing felt like the way the professions were handled the way work was like any of it None of it felt contrived. It might like it wasn't like, well, we're gonna. Even though they played with things, they never. I don't know. It, it felt like a drama, yeah, but it just yeah. felt easy. It yeah. they made everything it, seem easy. It had that border. It had that border of like being like realistic, but also knowing it was a show and it was for entertainment. So like, mm. it did stuff that was you know, a little bit more fluffy and not, a little bit not as realistic, but still grounded in what they were trying to do and accomplish yeah. with the show. It's nice that it was only six episodes because I think a lot of the things like the times that where we talked about where you could see it like, oh, here we go. This is going to be the thing. And then they didn't. And you're like, if it was 12 episodes or 20 episodes, this is where the big like three episode breakup would happen. Or this is where, (laughs) you know, like and you're like, oh, but we're just going to skip that because we don't have those three episodes. So we're just going to take that out and just fix it. And you were like, it's oh, like, okay, cool. Thanks it's, for that. It's the perfect show to like watch when you're like just sort of having a bad day home alone, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, I need just a little pick me up, but I don't have the energy to like sit through a movie. Cause let me tell you, the energy needed to sit through a show and the energy needed to sit through a movie are two completely different energies. <laughs> they really are. They really are. Like, I find it very hard to sit through movies, but I can like binge watch a show. Like, you wouldn't believe. But um, it's, like, the perfect show for that. It's, like, you're feeling sad, you know? You want? Do you want the show equivalent of an ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> this is the show for you. Well, if you're in a drama slump and you need, like, you're just, like, I need something to get yeah. me back in the game. This will work. Yeah. You know? I, I guess what I really personally appreciated about it was when I started my relationship with my husband, he was going to school full-time and working full-time. And so we didn't have a lot of time together, like Mm. from square one. And a lot of shows don't ever reflect that dynamic Mm. Mm -hmm. on if you really like somebody and how you're going to handle that in a mature way when you don't have time for each other. And I think that's probably true for a lot of people when they like, if you choose to be in a relationship, but you don't have time because of work or whatever. So I don't know. I really appreciated that because you don't see that 
on screen very much at all. Yeah. I think the only one I can think of is search www. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, a lot of shows. things. I haven't watched medical shows, so I have no idea. Oh, listen, they usually find time to boink each other in the freaking <laughs> empty room. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's all the doctors and the nurses together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a nice realistic aspect when it pops up. Like, yeah. Because, you know, I understand dramas are way fictitious, and we enjoy yeah. how the leads have all this unending time together, but it's like, life usually isn't quite like that, so. Yeah. No. It's like, unless your drama takes place on, like, a deserted island, like, (laughs) we all got shit to do, you know? Well, and I think in a lot of times in dramas, it's one character or the other, Mm. so it's, you know, and you, so what you see is the one character feeling sad and bad and lonely and guilt tripping the other or whatever but like usually in most relationships both people have things to do it's not just Mm -hmm. one person so it's nice to see that when it's balanced watch the show if you like (laughs) romance if you need to pick me up or if you need you know just to feel good for like an hour and a half it's it this is the (laughs) one this is the one and it's even edited soft. Like, it's it's a soothing, cozy feel to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, sort of a soft focus, like a brightness to it. So everything feels like you're in... The, it's the show equivalent of a teddy bear. Like, you just want to <laughs> give it a warm hug. It'll make you and feel it's, better. It's well done, too. Like, sometimes, yeah. you know, there's some Japanese dramas that I've watched where it's... The story's really good, but, like the filmography and stuff looks a little cheap or, or yeah. like there wasn't a lot of money going on there, but it just looks nice. Like it looks, yeah. it looks and, good. Well, I, it wouldn't looks say, I, I wouldn't say that it necessarily had a lot of money no. behind it. Like from a filming mm-hmm. point of view, like <clears throat> you can tell that they made the most of a very limited budget, but they did it extremely well. Yeah. So it's quality. It's a, it's, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Jesse found it first. Yes. So we <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. She gets the no credit. <laughs> I, I guess we should say it, it is not located on any of the typical platforms yet. But yet. it literally just stopped airing. Like, yeah. And the way Japanese ago, stuff does, usually it's kind of delayed to get to like Vicky and stuff, right? If Vicky, yeah, if Vicky wants if to get it. But it's. It's definitely in the Vicky camp. Like, yeah. like oh, yeah. I'm getting it. Coffee and vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you say yes to coffee and vanilla, Vicky, like, sign up for this one. I'm get sure over this to little six-episode show isn't going to cost you that much. <laughs> people watch it, guarantee it, because mm-hmm. it seems like people are interested. Oh, people were very interested. So we'd like to actually thank everyone who reached out to us about this show from the very short amount of time that we spent talking about it on previous podcasts. Uh, it actually is very nice to know that people out there are actually listening. <laughs> we're not just talking to ourselves. Like, <laughs> void. But um, we appreciate all of our listeners, uh, especially our listeners who go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and send us a little little, you know, a little support to make episodes like this, like extra episodes possible because we love y'all and you really care about the future of this podcast, which really means a lot more to us than 
we actually can say. I know I always sound very disingenuous, but I, because I just am an asshole, but I mean it. <laughs> we love you guys so much, and we appreciate all the support that everyone out there has given us this past year. Um, and we want to do more. We want to do more of this stuff. So we if, love you. If there is ever anything that like we talk about that you are hyper interested in, or you'd like to hear more, let us know. Because yeah. I mean. We, we might say that's a good idea, and for some reason we still might not do it, but we might. Like, this is something that was easy to pull off yeah. for us, so. And and we love to talk, so. <laughs> well, I love to talk, so. Mm-hmm. We're always willing to, you know, look into new stuff. We we love hearing from you guys, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, not just, not just mm-hmm. the people who have the money to support our coffee, though we do appreciate you quite a bit, but we love hearing from everyone. Um. New people new to the Asian scene, people who've been here for years. We want to hear from you. So thank you for all the support you've given us. Anyway, this has been like a bonus episode of the Certified Nunas where we talked about the show Ni Sensei Shirane Ne. Nah, Shirane No? No. 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 Start that again. I know. Well, this has been a bonus episode <laughs> of the Certified Nunas uh, covering the show Nisensei Shirane No. It is a spoiler episode, so uh, sorry if you haven't seen it and we just ruined it. We Trust me, we haven't ruined anything. Like, no. you can still watch the show and get everything yeah. from it that, you, that we did because it's just that sort of show. Um, we hope that you have a fantastic week wherever you are. We hope that you're warm and cozy. Or cool and cozy if you're, you know, somewhere that's unbearably hot. Um, and uh, we hope you have a great week. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>